Hey everyone, appreciate you being here. Welcome to the Sound of Southern Charm podcast. I'm Stephen George, and I'm hoping to give you some inspiration and remind you of what you already know. You just need to keep going. Today, I'm going to continue my series called Mountaintop Moments, a macro view of the lessons I've learned in my working life. I created the name Mountaintop Moments because I grew up a few minutes away from the Blue Ridge Parkway. And when I was old enough to drive, I took several trips up there to enjoy the scenery. And like the stunning view from there, this podcast series is going to take a positive look at the big picture messages from all my jobs to this point. So let's get started. So if you've listened to the podcast so far, you've learned that I've worked in a couple of pretty much manual labor beginner type jobs. Today, I'm going to take a quick break on the paid jobs and focus on an internship that I had in high school. When I was about 16, that's when I started really thinking about what I thought I wanted to be when I grow up. And I landed on being a local television news reporter and anchor. Thanks to my job at Double C a little bit later, I was getting up early enough to see the morning news every morning before I went off to work. As I rolled into my senior year, I knew that I was going to have the opportunity to take an internship somewhere, but I didn't know where that would be. Thankfully, we had an awesome coordinator at my high school, and we were able to set up an internship at my hometown newspaper. Now, as a senior in high school, you could probably guess that I didn't read the newspaper a whole lot. But I was still excited for the opportunity and so thankful that my coordinator was able to set this all up. I didn't know of anyone who had had a similar experience like this before, so that was really exciting to me. Looking back on it now, I I have to laugh at myself a little bit thinking about what those editors at the newspaper thought about some teenage kid walking in and wanting to write articles. But they were gracious and accepting anyway, and I will always appreciate that. Now, here comes the hard lesson that I had to learn really quick. The main editor at the newspaper gave me the job to go around and spotlight different students from the local area high schools. There were five high schools, and I went to one of those high schools, but the other four, I had no clue who these people were going to be. So I was meeting a ton of new people, having to go in and act professional as a teenager, and then write an article about somebody I had just met based on the questions that I had to come up with. The editor at the time was very smart and had a lot of grace because they allowed me to write the first article about myself. It was sort of an introduction to the community about what I would be doing for the next few months. All I remember about writing that article is that I was cringing because I was having to write about myself. But that's where the fun started. So I'm writing this article and get to the end, and I feel like it's a really great piece about me. It's not too flashy. It's not too grandiose. It's really just kind of meat and potatoes, like here's the facts, here's how I'm going to move forward kind of thing. I remember going to turn it in to one of the other editors at the paper at the time, and I'm thinking, he's going to clear this, and this is going to run exactly as it looks, and I'm so excited. It's my first article ever that's going to appear in the local newspaper. That was kind of a big deal for me. Then I start seeing him make changes, and more changes, and more changes. He finally hands it back to me to read over, and there's not a lot left of what I actually wrote the way that I wrote it. The same facts were there, but it wasn't how I wrote it. My teenage ego took a huge hit, and that's what I want to get to today. The lesson that I learned through this internship is an ego check. I walked into that paper thinking, Everything I'm going to do is awesome. I'm so excited for this opportunity. These guys are going to be so happy that I'm here, right? That's a lot of confidence for a kid that's never really even taken the time to read the newspaper at this point. 
Not to mention the only real experience I had was writing research papers in high school. I didn't know how to connect with a community audience that wasn't looking for that type of work. But I'm sure we've all had that moment in our job where we looked at somebody and said under our breath, they don't know what they're talking about. You've done that, right? Yeah, that was one of these moments for me. But listen, I could have sat there and pouted and been mad and done all these things. But instead, I took the time to really see what he was trying to do, which was make a better piece for everyone to read. That's what it's about. It's not about the writer or the author. It's about the story that they write and how they write it and how it's presented to other people. You're not doing it for you. You're doing it for your audience. I'm so glad I didn't storm off in some teenage hissy fit and say something like, I'm never doing this again or any of that. I was glad that I was open enough to listen to his advice, to see the changes that he had made, and then want to reflect that in future work. I went on to write several articles that appeared in every week of that semester of high school. I also got to check out local government activities by hanging out with other reporters. And eventually, I turned that internship into a paid job when I was in college, when they asked me to come back and write for their special features. None of that would have happened if I'd let my ego get in the way, and I would have missed out on a huge growth opportunity. Now, I'm smart enough to know that I haven't always done that through my working life or personal life. Because an ego is a tricky thing. We don't want to get rid of our ego completely. It's there for a reason. It helps us with our confidence in how to present at meetings or how to have a tough talk with a fellow employee or a boss. We need that ego. But at the same time, we have to keep it in check or it's going to get us in trouble all the time. So the question is, how do you know if your ego is getting you in trouble? First, you got to be self-aware that that may be a problem because things aren't going the way necessarily that you thought they would. But Forbes wrote an article a couple of years ago that I think has some really, really good advice on how to keep your ego in check. So here's the four points they list to keep an eye out for in case you're worried about your ego. If you always have the need to be right during an argument, you place a lot of emphasis on winning at all costs. You feel intensely jealous when others succeed. And the last point they make is if you're eager to jump in with your idea, but you don't want advice from other people. That list sounds a little condemning. Fortunately, Forbes offers some advice on how to move forward and change this perspective. They say at work, all you got to do is just listen to your coworkers before you decide to bring in your opinion. And if you think you need to give an opinion, ask if it's okay before you do. Because you could have great advice, but if somebody's not ready to hear it, it doesn't matter. They've got to be in the listening space to be ready for what you have to say. You can't just say it and expect something that's going to happen just because you say it. And on the flip side of that, maybe it's your turn to receive some input from them. If that's the case, just be appreciative. Say thank you. Or, that's a great point. And here's where my idealism kicks in a little bit. I feel like everybody wants to be successful. Which also means you want this person to be successful, and they want you to be successful too. Everybody has space to be successful. But how are you going to react if somebody gives you advice to help you improve what you do? Are you going to push the advice to the side and say, yeah, I got it, thanks? Or are you really going to listen and hear what they have to say and take it to heart? You have to be willing. You have to be willing to hear other people because nobody is right 100% of the time. And chances are they truly want to see you succeed. So remember that the next time somebody's trying to give you advice. Hopefully they've asked your permission before they give it. And hopefully when they're done, you say thank you. That's all I got for this go-around. Next time, I'm going to talk about the bright lights behind a local television news studio. Be sure to subscribe to find out the next part of the story.
If you're interested in working together, check out my samples at stephengeorgevo.com. You can also email me at stephen at stephengeorgevo.com. See you next time.